Welcome to the Working Hands Podcast. I'm your host, Tony, from Woodland Iron, and I'm joined by Keith of Blackthorn Concepts and Chad from Chad's Custom Creations. What's going on, boys? Hiya. Howdy, howdy. So, here we are, eh? Starting to uh, go over our projects. What do you guys think? Yeah, well, uh, well I guess I'll we... I'll kick it off. Well, we, uh, Chad, With, uh, take it know. easy. We we have to thank our sponsor. Have to thank our sponsor, Chad. I always forget. You, I always forget about the sponsor. Can, you can go to uh, sabertooth.com and uh, get some stuff, uh, really good stuff, burrs and discs and carving tools. You can use code WH, save some money, support the podcast. Hey, I've been meaning to ask you guys, do those work pretty good on like uh, sanding? Because I've had a lot of complaints lately on uh, my boot jacks. A lot of people have been uh, getting splinters from them. No same boot jack. I'm about to lose my uh, my five star rating on Etsy. I'm pretty uh, pretty concerned about this. No, they don't work for that. I'm at a loss for words. I'm just I'm just I'm just jealous. I think that's what it really comes down to. Because of Chad's master knife making skills. Well, yeah, that's that's really what it is. Here here I am. I I claim to be a blacksmith and. And then, and my wife, she won't even let me make real metal stuff, and I end up having to make this wooden knife for this competition, and it's just making me so, I'm just jealous. What, what, what else can I say? You know, that really takes me back. That reminds me of WorkbenchCon. When, uh, when I went to WorkbenchCon, I felt really snubbed and jealous of all the nice treatment that everybody else got. You went to WorkbenchCon? We're actually, we're going to be talking about it today on the after show. Why didn't you so call me? In. I live like 45 minutes away. I would have came right up to see you. If you came all this way, I would have been right there. Well, Chad, you know, we got to spend this hour together every week, so I think I, I had my fill. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, speaking of what, workbench con, uh, I'm going down to that next hammer in. Do you think uh, Do you think maybe you can come up and, and hold my hand? I'll see about it. I don't know if I can uh, work out the money for it, you know. It's kind of expensive. I'm saving up, you know, in case I want to get another one of those X-Tool D1s, you know. <laughs> I've got one, and I don't know if you know about this, but I'm a big YouTube star, so I've got like seven lasers and, you know, five 3D printers, and it's just my, uh, you know, my my subscribers are really up there. I don't know if you know, if, if you guys have checked on that lately. No. Oh, yeah? I'm too busy at the gym. I've been, uh, I've been prepping for another competition here, you know. I don't know if you checked out my uh, my last post on Instagram six years ago, but uh, I have that certificate of achievement where I uh, set the national record. Well, it wasn't the national record; it was, but pretty much the same thing. I'm really big in the Canadian lifting championships. What do Canadians lift? Trees, ice, maple syrup buckets. Maple syrup. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Have you ever have you, have you ever stood? With a five-pound or a five-gallon bucket of maple syrup at arm's length. Impressive stuff. That sounds like a lot of syrup. I can't afford that. Can't fork out the money on that much syrup just to try to lift it. You can't even fork out enough money to fix your truck or pay somebody to help you Hey, move. whoa, let's not talk about my, my truck there. That's a fine truck. Don't forget the accounting. About ready for my second beer. Yeah, I've been laying off the carbs because I put on a little too much weight. My wife was poking fun at me the other day again. Much mincemeat pie around the holidays. Well, since we're all here, we should probably find out who uh, who won the competition. I know I entered about um, 
I think the final count was 7,251 entries into the Make What You Fear competition. Um, unofficial. Officially just one. But I have, I have a second confession to make regarding my knife. You know how I, I, I post a lot of things on, on Instagram, not very often. To, uh, my good friend at uh, NB Woodfinery there, he, he's, he's, he's actually the one that made the knife. Oh, you I'm, gave me all that crap I, for I, having, I mean, having everybody on Team Chad, and here you are having somebody else make your knife. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean the, re- the, the reality of it is, is the reason I don't post anything on Instagram, it's because I'm not a real working hands man. I'm actually kind of middle management at the refinery, and, and I'm just on here to kind of, you know, like feel like I'm a real man, and I just want to fit in a little bit, you know? This competition was really a chance for me to really step forward and, and do something for Canada, and I, I really, I really feel like like I've let I've let you all down. Let Canada down. What a shame. Well, you really letting loose today, Tony. I think this is the most you've talked in three episodes. I've been saving up. It's been really eating at me. You know, us Canadians were typically pretty stoic. Comes from living in the frozen north and all of this ice and. You know, and plus, you know, it, it's got to me. I'm putting down all my flooring in my house over the last six months here. And, and you know, my igloo's melting and dripping on the floor, kind of causing it to separate and kind of pushing me over the edge. I mean, the credit card debt from all the Ryobi tools also is probably just eating you alive. I thought uh, most Canadians lived within 100 miles of the U.S. Like you guys just can't get away from us. Well, the harbor freights are pretty close to the border. We know the Harbor Freight Princess Auto debate. Yeah, Princess we Auto. Well, having having visited one uh, one Harbor Freight now, I feel like I am I am an expert for cross border shopping at Harbor Freight and Princess Auto, and I can tell you that they both smell about the same. All that chineseium and off gassing. Chad, is your birthday shopping spree coming up? Harbor Freight shopping spree. Do they have any uh, X Tool D ones there at Harbor Freight? No. I could use another one for my he shed. Did I tell you guys about my he shed and the the wiring I did on that myself? Did a pretty good job. What about my uh, second Etsy account I'm working on here? It's called, uh, wait for it, Wooden Catfish Woodworks. What do you think? I think it's got a pretty nice ring to it. I love that. So this is this is like identity number three now. You've got, uh, or identity number four. You've got... Chad's custom creations. Uh, what's it? Jack's boot jacks. Bob's boot jacks. Bobby's boot jacks. Wooden catfish creations. The Etsy boys. Oh, Chad's boot jack emporium. I like catfish. Wooden catfish. It's got a nice ring to it. Yeah, doesn't it? It's got a really nice ring. It can be insta famous on that. Wooden catfish woodworks. I could probably carve a wooden catfish on my two by seventy two revolution. Bell grinder. I heard you made that yourself. I did. I even took classes to uh, to be able to do it. Really? That's how committed I was to this competition. I thought you had a lot of issues with it. Well, it's all part of the part of the uh, journey, there, Chad. I don't know about that. Spend a lot of money to try to figure out how to make your own belt sander. I can just go get one down the road at a garage sale. Well, yeah. I mean, you went and got yours at Harbor Freight. So, did you see my knife, though? I did. It was made by Uncle Sam. Uh, Uncle Sam Metalworks. Don't forget Waffle Beaver. Mm-hmm. What about Hickory Homestead? She went and switched teams on me. Did you see her cast her vote for someone else? 
You must have let her down. Yeah, apparently. Feel kind of bad about that. I'm still jealous of the knife. Well, you could put butter on your waffles before the uh, maple syrup. And the oil. It'll bring out the grain really nicely. Mm. Although I feel like I feel like I've disappointed Lawrence at uh, Maritime Metalworks. I should have I should have really made a metal knife. And the handle's too short, I think. But like Chad knows, not the length how you use it. Yeah. Do you see the size of my knife? It's a little stubby guy. Guess we really should find out who won and tally up the votes. We already know it's Team Chad. Working hands make what you fear. That's a good idea. You boys counted up or no? No, we didn't. <laughs> were, we, were we supposed to do that? No. no. I don't think you have to. That was awesome. I don't think you have to count. <laughs> oh, Keith, uh, maybe you should uh, introduce our special guest here tonight. <laughs> All right. So, so playing the part of Tony is Andrew Hatch over at Hatch Made It. Corey <laughs> was Odyssey Stan. Or Chad, was Chad over Chad. at Odyssey Stand. One in the same. Doppel Chad. Mm-hmm. Doppel Chad. And then, and then Jeff Krug over at Green Street Joinery was, uh, was me. It's pretty funny, guys. <laughs> this is my favorite podcast episode of all times. <laughs> I'm going to put this one on repeat. <laughs> oh, I was roaring. I was roaring the whole time. I had a, I had a couple instances where I almost spit beer out my nose. <laughs> Why'd you guys turn your cameras off? We wanted to watch that. Yeah. No. No. It's very good, though. You, you guys uh, made me laugh pretty hard. I never realized that every episode, I knew that Tony says, uh, what's up, boys? But Keith says, hiya. And mm-hmm. Chad says, howdy, howdy. Yeah, what's mm-hmm. up with like, the howdy, howdy, Chad? Is that about a, eight out of ten episodes. Is that a Toy Story thing or a <laughs> Rep- big Woody fan? Representing the South down here. <laughs> There's a snake in my boot, Jack. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. I think the three of you could probably start your own podcast. <laughs> uh, so how you guys been? Good? Everyone good? Yeah. Not bad. Uh, not bad. So who did win? Is this a suspenseful episode? You going to wait till the end? Oh, I tallied it up earlier. I will read off the votes here. Chad and Team Chad's Knife came in with eight votes. Oh, generous. Tony. They were all on your team, Chad. Not all of them. <laughs> Not all of them. Not Harry all of them. Voted for. Uh, team Tony came in with 16. There you go. One of those was me. Team Iron. Team Iron, sorry. And then Team Blackthorn came in with 31 votes. Whoa. Wow. wow. We, did ha- we did have one person vote, and I did not count this, but they voted anyone but Chad. So the rest of you guys all came in with one vote. That's fair. So what did you win with, Keith? The bandsaw. What did you do <laughs> on the bandsaw? Painted it. Oh. So you painted a tool and you won with that for your make what you fear? Apparently. Huh. Well, I just sent all of you guys a message on Instagram. It's a, it's a message from a post that Keith did January 7th, 2020. I've known Keith since Maker Camp 19, and uh, he's he's got a big history of painting tools. And I know the three of us actually kicked a few people out of the Make What You Fear competition because it wasn't something that they would fear. So I think this would mm-hmm. make Tony mm-hmm. the actual winner of the competition. <laughs> okay. Are you going to make me win on a technicality now? 
I'm just surprised I'm the only one that caught that. <laughs> it's fair. I didn't get any message. I just didn't get saying. the message yet. I didn't get a message oh. either. I didn't get it. Didn't see the proof. You gotta hit send. It's like yeah. the emails for the podcast, Chad. Yeah, third mo- place is very respectable. Just talk to Chris. He knows a lot about it. <laughs> Full steam design. <laughs> Oh, Keith, did you rough. multiply your um, points by four? Because you did four projects. I didn't. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Oh, I thought it was like seven thousand projects. That's what Jeff said. <laughs> Close yeah. to it. I think that was the final tally. <laughs> oh, I think my internet is not working. If you blame it on the if internet, if you scroll Chad. down on Keith's account, January seventh, <laughs> it's right after the truck. Is this Exhibit A? Yeah, Exhibit A, if you will. <laughs> Are you going to get rid of Tony, too? Because uh, he's owned woodworking tools, and he said that on, like, episode one. So you called him a woodworker because he owned a woodworker's kit? No. More I've, of a homeowner's kit. I've wanted Keith, uh, Tony to make a knife since day one, and he fulfilled my greatest greatest dreams right here in this competition. Mm-hmm. So Tony wins. Tony, you have bragging rights for the year. <laughs> yeah. Is that I'm, the prize? I'm, I'm the bragger out of the bunch. <laughs> Chad's just a sore loser. I am. I'm a sore loser. I am. I can I can admit that. I'll tell you what, though. Adam does make a nice knife. Definitely. Forge and Fire champion. Oh, now you got me scrolling through his feed. I gotta pay attention <laughs> you to You don't believe podcast. me, do you? <laughs> Is it the drill press that's green? No, somebody made that for him. You gotta go further back. It doesn't matter. This is terrible, terrible Yeah, you're killing content. Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Well, I'm just surprised Keith wouldn't have uh, have told us that that he's painted tools before. I've told you that he paints all his tools. Hmm. Yep. All of them go green, but he's still scared. Oh, yeah. Yeah. it was the paint techniques I used on the bandsaw, Chad. Remember, I screwed it up. Yeah, that's true. Spray painting is kind of tough. It's all good. I do. I do have a question for Andrew, though. To move on with podcast, the uh, how we doing on the gold? Did he hit two thousand? He stalled out at about um, 800 and change at this point, but he's got a bunch of local people here that he's going to produce some for. Uh, Should pick up a little bit more, but the internet orders have stopped coming in quite as frequently. They'll come back. What we're talking about there is Andrew's son is making uh, blacksmith ribbons with a copper twist in it, right? Would you call that a copper... Wrap? Copper wrap. Yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah, it's a copper wire wrapped around the kind of the pinch point on the ribbon. And he's raising money for cancer research. So it's a noble thing. If you want, you can reach out to Hatch Made It on Instagram and order yourself up one. Or he, uh, uh, we homeschool MA. And so we did some internet learning and he learned how to make a website and so we actually have a website up for it now it's blacksmithsfightingcancer.com if you just want to head there oh that's awesome yeah i'm I'm hoping it'll make the uh the logistics of it all because a little easier because currently i'm copying pasting everything from from instagram into a spreadsheet and then the spreadsheet into into shipping labels and it adds a lot of time yeah Probably could have just borrowed one of Chad's six uh, Etsy accounts. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Etsy charges a whole bunch, right? This way we're just going straight through PayPal and it's only like, only costs us a couple cents per thing. It is a pretty cool thing he's doing, though. Yeah. 
Yeah, we had to mention that we uh, we have to record this week another batch of episodes. I better uh, set myself a reminder. But I appreciate it. I think with the community that we have here, I think it would be no problem at all to get him way past his goal. I think uh, we just need to keep spreading the word and and get it out there. Uh, if it's very cool. I might take one of my monthly posts and put something up. <laughs> you post monthly? Monthly. Now? Wow. Wow. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Send me monthly. Make sure you turn earlier you were saying you didn't you never post. <laughs> Tony, make sure you turn on two factor authentication. You don't want anyone stealing your account. That'd be tragic. <laughs> yeah, I'm really I'm really especially, concerned about that. <laughs> especially the more active you are on it, you know. Becomes more desirable. <laughs> But he'd take over his account and they could influence like three people. Oh, <laughs> oh I almost lost beer again. <laughs> That's 30% of Canada's population. Hey, now let's not be, let's not be judgy of Canada. It's just, that's just 30% of the East Coast of Canada's population. <laughs> uh, there's a bird boy talking. Yeah, what was it you said to me when I said you guys sound the exact same? It's like... Alabama to Georgia or something. Boston. <laughs> oh yeah, Boston. That makes more sense. <laughs> True. It's like all the all the stereotypical Canadianisms, you know, like a boot. That's what I'm talking and about. All that type of stuff. That's all. That's all East Coast stuff. What about a a a? Well, that's just that's just proper use of English. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> It's all better than howdy howdy. <laughs> <laughs> I concur. Yeah, I'm closer to you guys in in uh, New Jersey than I am to Hatch. Yeah, I think it's about what probably forty hour drive to you, maybe more. Oh, probably about that. God, it's uh, where, where are you at again? You're in New Brunswick, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so from here here to Halifax, anyway, is four thousand five hundred kilometers. Yeah, I'm about four hours. Oh, four hours short of Halifax. You're you're four thousand two hundred kilometers, give or take. Yeah, that's essentially like driving from New York to L.A. <laughs> Can you say L.A. again? It's the Los Angeles, man. <laughs> L.A. <laughs> I used to live there. Yeah, but then you're driving on ice roads up there too. So you know, I have done that actually. Yeah. The world's yep. most interesting man. <laughs> yep, I was I wasn't an ice road trucker, but I have driven back in the day when I worked in the oil field. Are you are you still going for your pilot's license or no? I put that on hold currently. Yeah, it's uh, so I bought a business and uh, mm-hmm. I'm currently engaged in paying that off and all my discretionary funds are tied up in that. Gotcha. Yeah, part part of that was uh, part of that was motivated by uh, a potential with back with the uh, here's the, here's the awkward podcasting part trying to describe what I'm saying uh, with the industrial wellness stuff that I used to do. I had some I had a potential contract up in the territories and in Fort Mac where where all of Tony's neighbors live and work. Uh, the Newfoundlanders Fort Fort McNewfie for everybody in Canada will know exactly where I'm talking about Uh, but anyway I had some contracts up there that fell through and so it was going to be cheaper for me to 
fly up there and get my pilot's license than it would be to drive. But they all kind of fell through, so I put that on hold temporarily. Would have been a cool commute, though. Oh, yeah. Be fun. I feel like I saw something on TV about this Fort Mac place, and it was all like uh, oil field or pipeline workers and strippers. That was like the whole the whole town. No, that's not entirely accurate. There's also crackheads and uh, drug pushers. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been the second episode. He's not wrong. No, it's it's a uh, you know there's a you know there's something wrong with the city when the average age is like 31 years old and the average salary is pushing 200 a year. It's a, it's an interesting place. Hmm. Going on your world, Corey. You still pushing the axe tables? Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm still working on trying to figure out how to how to streamline it a little bit. So just got the the new machine set up and working out all the kinks and and using a vacuum table now and trying to get them going quicker. That phantom table's pretty sweet though, huh? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. And Corey was a participant in the Make What You Fear Challenge and he was incorporating welding into it. And Corey, have your welds gotten any better on the banding that you're putting on your tables? Well, they haven't got worse. But I haven't welded anymore yet, so they haven't got better either. <laughs> Ready that, for TIG welding now. Oh, are you? Yeah, might as well. Yeah, I think you can pick up one of those at Harbor Freight as well. Yeah, probably. We got an open house coming up in about two weeks. Check out some classes. Head out to Jersey. You coming down to that, Jeff? Yeah. Underground well, Metalworks? On, uh, what, a Saturday? Yeah, May 21st. Uh, yeah, barring some unforeseen... Um, Commitment. I'll be there. Sounds good. How long of a drive would that be for you, Corey? <laughs> to Jersey. Too long for the... I think there's <laughs> some welding classes near me. <laughs> but uh, I'd, I'd definitely like to check that place out. It looks awesome. And, uh, you know, I want to see those black toilets. <laughs> Everyone with these black toilets. <laughs> I told you. That's what they're going to be known for. It's, ju- it's just a toilet. It's black, but it's just a toilet. I was just working on a job, and they were actually throwing away a black toilet. They were replacing it. Hmm. Could have been mine. Hmm. Could have been. There's nothing better than a used toilet. I mean, than- if, if it had to be used, I'd go for a black one. <laughs> <laughs> you could mount it in the corner and uh, and have like a shop toilet, kind of like uh, first yeah, do construction sure. there with his rock. Yeah, we need that. I thought that was genius. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. What'd you guys think of the uh, Make What You Fear competition now that it's over? Well, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool. I didn't uh, I didn't follow along as closely as I had hoped um, to, but a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Made it hard. Made it very difficult to choose the winners at the end. The variety of stuff people made. Yeah, what did it take us, like an hour and a half to sort through everything? At least, yeah. Yep. It was good, though. I enjoyed it. You know, those of us that actually made things, unlike Chad. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad Glad Tony made something for the competition. <laughs> <laughs> we bust your balls, Chad, but it's a pretty cool knife. Came out good. It's not sharp. I still have a lot of work to do. Gotta put a blade on it. Yeah, man, you gotta put a blade on that thing. <laughs> More like a letter opener right now. I have a uh, slow speed grinder. I think I'm going to try to use that to sharpen it up. 
I was watching uh, Jeremy at Simple Little Life. That seems to be his preferred way to sharpen his knives. Is a he uses a high speed grinder, but I think somebody with no experience, slow speed's probably better. I thought that's what you're supposed to use, anyways. Slow speed. I think if you're good enough, you can do high speed. You just want to make sure to not overheat it. Is the real thing. Talking about like a Tormek. Mm-hmm. Mine's a Rikon, I think. It's got the two wheels on each side, a little eight inch, but. It'll be. Does the Rikon run through water like a like a torment? Mine does not. No. Yeah, I think Wen makes one too, and Grizzly. They're all just Tormac knockoffs, right? Yeah, they're probably all made by Grizzly. Mm-hmm. What about you, Andrew? I feel like you've made a hundred knives in your life. I have not actually. I've never made a knife. I have put handles on some. Actually, I have. I have. I'll be back. Yeah, I thought I saw on his shop tour the other day. He did a shop tour on online that there was a. Uh, yeah, I have these that I ordered. I ordered the blanks because with my uh, my church young men's group, they all wanted to make knives, and I'm the only... Uh, maybe I shouldn't say anything because somebody might listen to this. I'm, I'm one of the only men with a real shop. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> that knife looks good, though. Those are Damascus blades. Where are you picking those up at? I ordered them out of Pakistan. Okay. They were, I think they were like 17 bucks a piece. I don't know if I'd recommend buying them. The handle, the handle was too short and it's, it doesn't look good. If you ask me. Not as good as Tony's anyway. Yeah, you're right. My handle's too short on that too. (laughs) (laughs) Is it? Eh. Is it just not proportional or does it not fit your whole hand? No, it. Fits my hand. I just think it's a little out of proportion. I think an extra half inch on the end of it would probably make a big difference in the in the overall look. Yeah, it's the same as these. Like these, like I have decent sized hands and it fit my hand, but proportionally to the blade, it's it it looks out of balance. Yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah, I see it. Tony, was it strategic that you uh, didn't post any pictures of your knife next to your hands? I think we only got one picture of it. Yeah. Well, the knife is a good size. Like it's, I think, 14 or 15 inches long by the time it's all said and done. So That is a knife. Yeah. Well, crocodile, it's crocodile te- Dundee knife. It's technically a letter opener at this point. It, <laughs> it will open an envelope. That's about it. <laughs> are you going to use it for that, or are you just going to hang it in the shop? Um, I don't know. It'll probably come in the house some point still sitting on the anvil where i left it to take the picture so what you're saying is you haven't done any blacksmithing since no last week uh, we've had we've had covid in the house the last little bit i haven't been feeling the greatest but haven't i haven't got covid but uh still haven't been feeling great so and uh yeah i haven't got a whole lot done the last little bit i feel like it's only a matter of time before we all get covid yeah it's coming yeah i have it right now this is day one. Ooh. How you feeling? Not bad. Worse than I felt before. Um, but we'll see. Just a headache, really. A little bit of pressure behind the eyes. I've actually I've had stomach issues, just like stomach pain. But mm. we'll see. It is what it is. It took me two years or whatever, however long it's been. It took me this long to get it, as far as I know. Yeah. Mm. All the cool kids have it now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, thank God. Guess I had it before. It was cool. <laughs> Did you get it? Uh, yeah, I had it a couple months ago. 
But uh, yeah, I've never had chills like that in my life. But aside from that, it was like two days of feeling like crap and then I was fine. But aside from dying horribly of it, that was that was a bad part. <laughs> it still seemed pretty lively. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, you know, I don't know, not to get political. I fell victim to the media, I guess. I was, a, I was afraid I was going to die. <laughs> you never me. know. That's me. I'm not going to lie. What? Chad, you haven't been saying much I was, today. I was thinking the exact same thing. Chad's uh, awful quiet. Well. These guys beat you up too much today. No, no, no. no. It's, it's hurt feelings. I, I listened to our last episode, and, you know, I got to be honest, I felt bad. I listened, and I always talk about other podcasts, how there's guests who will interrupt people and jump in when someone's trying to finish a thought, and I was that guy. I probably that guy in a lot of episodes, but I really noticed it on the last one. So I'm trying to be a little bit more courteous of everyone on the show. You didn't you didn't notice the boys do it earlier. <laughs> well, you don't need to catch up on what I'm doing in the shop because Corey literally hit the nail on the head <laughs> with everything he said. Did you get another X tool? No, but I ha- <laughs> I have a laser pecker on the way. <laughs> I want to know more about this wooden catfish, fellow. Wooden catfish woodworks? <laughs> mm-hmm. Do we have to You set- know what he's making we- on this sidebar thing? Keith, this is a family show. Let's, uh... We'll wait for the after show, and we'll tell you, Jeff, what he makes on the... <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard rumors. It, they're all true. I like Sounds that. Sounds like a liability to me. That name, though, Corey, that's a double meaning there with that catfish woodworks. Pretty good. <laughs> wait, you didn't know that? <laughs> No, we, we we came up with that earlier on Clubhouse. How'd they yeah, even come up? Yeah, that's such a maker oh, name. Oh, he came up with Chris's car that he had that I said looked like a catfish. Oh, the Volvo. Nah, that is a maker name if I've ever heard one. Wooden catfish. I, I better go and get it before uh, you guys release this episode and everybody. Cat catfish woodworks. Wooden what you catfish need to do is woodworks. Do ca- yeah, do catfish woodworks and then just copy everyone's projects that they're doing. Oh, genius! <laughs> that could be fun. You know what? Just rob it. Just rob their post and put it out there like a true catfish person. I'm gonna get kicked off Instagram on both accounts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's worth it. I think to be a true catfish woodworks account, you would have to take somebody else's picture and put it as your profile picture, like Ted's woodworking plans. Go ahead and grab his picture. Don't post any of your own actual projects as the listings on Etsy. You just take whatever's hot on Pinterest or Instagram. And then when people buy your stuff, you try your best to recreate it and you send it out to them. And that's catfish woodworking right there. Now, Corey, what you need to do, though, is you need to pick a, a, (laughs) but what you need to do is choose a, like a prolific poster, somebody who posts a lot on Instagram so that you have a lot to choose from. There's a guy named Woodland Iron, (laughs) that guy constantly posting. He wouldn't even know if he took one of his photos. There's days worth of content there for you. <laughs> You're getting it in the after show, just so you know. <laughs> I didn't start it. That was all Andrew. What you I'm could just, do is just, just pile it on. make an Etsy store and take other people's pictures and put them on there and just just take their their uh, product, raise the price a little bit when they order it, just order it from the other person and have it shipped to the person who ordered it from you. That's a business plan right chat. there. That's Catfish Woodworks. <laughs> No, he does that with his trophies. Oh, I see. 
oh. little drop ship scheme. Yeah, that's a little deeper than just drop shipping. You're like drop shipping the makers. That's that's really dirty. Hey, if it gets the maker the sale, are they going to be mad? I think in a way they're kind of like an affiliate salesperson for that that maker. So in a way, if they're advertising for them, they might be okay with it. Yeah, they're just setting their own commission. Hmm. Uh, you know what we need is a catfish corporation company and see how many people we can get to sponsor who's going to go for it. <laughs> catfish well, corp. Better ring up Starbond. They'll be, they'll be uh, <laughs> handing out a coupon code real quick. <laughs> well, yeah, you was... exist. You exist. Here, have a coupon code. What was the other company that did that for a while? Walrus Oil. They used to do the same thing. Hey, they're in my town. Are they? Yeah. Do you use them? No. I mean, I have before, but I'm not sponsored. Upset about you, you lost all chance now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so while he's on here, I want to ask him, Andrew, how hard was it to make that harp? Uh, it was it was easier than you'd think, actually. It uh, the If you know what you're doing, woodworking, the plans that I bought were absolute garbage. Like you gave me the dimensions, but uh, if you know what you're doing, it's it's relatively easy to figure out. The most the most difficult part is is the sound box because it's got uh, it's got like multiple compound angles going on it. Mm-hmm. But once you get it, once you get it kind of figured out, it's it's pretty simple actually. There's only it's like the it's like a 15 degree rabbit with, at a at a 13 degree angle and yeah i think that was the most complex cut so it really wasn't too bad it looks a lot harder than it is came out great though yeah it did it uh made my wife happy but now i have to make another one because i used birch plywood for the soundboard like a finished birch but uh now I have to make one with an actual, like, tone vertical wood. grain fur. And for anyone who's cool. interested in seeing the harp that Andrew made, he also made a YouTube video of it. And you can find him at Hatch Made It. You search that on YouTube, and it was a very good video. And uh, I really enjoyed the humor that he incorporated into that that build as well. The most common comment I got on it, though, was this guy doesn't know anything about sound. The first 30 seconds made me throw up. What? <laughs> That's YouTube yeah. for you. Like I got, I, got, I got like three different comments because I had my mic too close to the, as I was rolling out my plans and stuff, I had my mic too close and it must have, I didn't pick up on it, but if you're wearing headphones, it's not in stereo. And so you get the crinkling paper in one ear and then the voice in the other, and it is a little bit jarring. So don't, don't listen to it. Don't watch it on, with headphones okay. on. That's the, <laughs> the key. That's okay. That's all engagement on YouTube. It's all good. I see you're uh, doing a lot of shorts on here. Are you having any luck with that? Oh, me? No. I don't know. No, there's not really affecting the subscriber count at all. It, it's, I mean, you get lots of views, but I don't have enough enough uh watch time or subscribers to make it even worthwhile doing if i don't pick up more subscribers Mm. but uh i'm not i'm not uh youtube famous like you are chad (laughs) i'm making a go at it but i don't know that i'd call it famous (laughs) neither would we chad (laughs) all in due time i do like that it's paying my bills though i can actually i've watched a lot of your videos chad 
since now we're in, you know, we're window shopping for a laser. Oh yeah, you're not really window shopping anymore. Well, you know, I'm I'm uh, doing research. Well, I highly recommend getting a laser. I think it would be a, a good fit for your shop. It'd be your third employee. Oh, it's gonna go like gonna go like right here in my basement. Perfect. Shop number two. You got it. I just got to worry about getting it down here. Yeah, getting it down. I think the my blue one is probably about four hundred pounds. So if you had a friend, I think you could probably wheel it down in there. But, um, Rob's only sixty, so he'll have to manage. <laughs> I'll help you move it if you want. <laughs> I got a Bilco door. It's not that bad. You'll have access to exhaust down in the basement as well. Yeah, you know. Okay, I'll figure something out. That, Don't worry about it. That makes yeah. it cheaper if you can exhaust out <laughs> outside. If not, they do have high tech filter filtration systems that you can set up. But I imagine oh, you'd, like you'd, you'd have? have to clean that out a lot. <laughs> no, <laughs> I live. I have a lot of people yelling at me on YouTube about my setup. But I mean, come on, it can't be worse yeah, than burning wood. Even if you had the perfect setup, Chad, you'd have people yelling at you on YouTube about your setup. Yeah, which I'm okay with. I appreciate the criticism. I think that's why I keep coming back to this podcast. Ooh. It's constructive. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that a whole episode? It was. <laughs> Embrace the negativity. And Jeff I did his homework. came back a couple times, if I remember right. I'm a listener. I'm a couple episodes behind, but I don't get a lot of, uh, you know, 45-minute blocks of time. That's why I got to listen at two times speed. I don't get a lot of 22-and-a-half-minute blocks of time. Oh. Wow. Oh. That'd be, two, out. that'd be two times speed. You're missing out. If you have Spotify, you can go three and a half times speed. Can't do it. I've tried. I've tried 1.25. I can't do it. Really? That's a shame. And if, purist. If, you, if the listeners are like Jeff, and you have very limited amount of time during your day, and you're listening to our podcast right now, and you're questioning, why in the world am I listening to this? You should go check out Jeff's podcast, the American Craftsman podcast, and you'll realize mm. that you've made the wrong decision listening to the Working Hands podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and from now on, you should only listen to Jeff's podcast over on the American Craftsman podcast. He is not wrong. That was a nice segue. <laughs> it I is literally it. the only other woodworking podcast I listen to. Yeah, that makes me happy. We, um, yeah, I mean, we're trying to trying to offer some beneficial information for people, so... You want to give us the elevator pitch for what this podcast is about, Jeff? Or Jeff? Um, so, first season was kind of like a Q and A from the listeners. Like listeners submitted questions, and second season. So, first season was fifty-two episodes. Second season, same thing, going to be fifty-two. We're on uh, episode thirty-five. I want to say maybe it comes out this week. Uh, second season is the twelve periods of American furniture. So, four episodes per period, um, and then we're going to have you know, whatever, four filler episodes. Um, we have some ideas for those. So, yeah, going all the way from, uh, you know, the Puritans all the way to present day. So we're talking 1600s to now. And what what period are you in right now? Uh, this next section of four episodes will be Art Nouveau. So we just finished the arts and crafts. So we're talking like late 1800s, early 1900s, 19-teens. Very cool. And even if you're not into woodworking just listen to jeff's voice i mean it's like you're listening to an episode of npr it's so beautiful <laughs> rob's pretty good over there too yeah rob's got the brooklyn accent and if you're if 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 you think it sounds boring like a history thing 
it, it's it's a history thing, but it's not boring. They they make jokes and they bring it. Apparently, lively. I went on some tirade last episode that I don't. Yeah, I can I don't no recall. longer call myself a woodworker. So I'm just a guy in my garage doing woodworking. <laughs> Apparently, so controversy is good. Uh-oh. What does that do to our podcast? Can't be, can't be a woodworker. One thing that I've learned from Jeff's podcast is that the Shakers invented absolutely everything. It's amazing <laughs> how much stuff they invented. They're a bunch of liars, those Shakers. Were they were they the original catfish woodworking? <laughs> Pretty much. Wow. Pretty much. So write that down, Corey. You have to only make Shaker furniture. Got it. The, uh, the sentence that sums up the Shakers, which was one of the episode names, was right place, right time. <laughs> hmm. I was interested to hear, and maybe I heard it wrong, but the Morris chair wasn't Morris's chair? Uh, somebody else designed it, and then his company sold it. That's crazy. I always thought he designed it. Yeah, and the first Morris chair was, like, very ornate, very Victorian. Morris Morris was another hypocrite. They're all hypocrites. Well, yeah. All humans are hypocrites. True. What about you, Corey? You got anything to plug while we're here? Mm, not really. <laughs> Your axe chairs that you're selling, oh, axes. It's not a chair, dude. It's an axe table. I, I do kind oh. of want the history of that, Corey. What got you started on that design? And do you have a clientele that is kind of keeping you busy with that? Or So what I, what I was thinking when I made it was that it would work well for like axe houses. So the thought behind it is that they kind of flat pack and fold away. But I'm also working on a way for them to wall mount. And oh, cool. so the shield part of it can be like a logo, you know, for the business or whatever. And then it can be additional tape, uh, ad- additional tables. So, you know, if they have a big event going on, they can like get a bunch of them down and set them up pretty quick. Cause it's just three parts that go together. And then when they're not using it, it's a, uh, you know, decorative, but then it would also work for like man caves or something like that. Kind of customizable shield top. You're talking about the, the places where you go to throw axes. Yeah, 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 that's what okay. I meant. I was like called Max Houses. Like some Max, Max House. I'm like, is that like a <laughs> slang term? Everybody like, that lives there has an axe. <laughs> I think the Shakers invented yeah. the Axe Houses. I think they only used axes to build those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry. axe throwing venues. No, it's a it's a great design, and um, I really see it taking off for you. Or if it doesn't if it doesn't take off for you. I'll end up just ripping it off, and I'll figure out a way to make it take off. Yeah, I'm not really worried about that, Chad. (laughs) (laughs) Wooden catfish. Well, I can tell you right now, my CNC is not big enough to cut these. So, you've got the uh, 4x8 now. Finish them yourself. Okay, now, hold on. Okay, okay. I'm going to send out DIY kits. That'll be half the price of what you do. They finish them themselves. Oh, Comes with a special walnut stain on the side. Yeah. $12 upcharge for that. You got to tape it closed pretty good. Premium pine only. <laughs> what about you, Andrew? You got anything you want to plug? No, I'm I'm, I'm not a self-promoter. You guys talked about my, uh, my YouTube channel with the harp video. I think that was the last actual decent video I did. Uh, my son's cancer fundraiser. That's great. And What's I mean, the, the only thing I have to again? plug with that is... Uh, blacksmithsfightingcancer.com very cool he's kind of planning on making that a an annual thing i think if he does well enough but we'll see nice have you guys figured out how you're going to donate that to cancer research or or are you going to donate it for a particular cancer 
Uh, we're just he, we're just going to donate it to the Canadian Cancer Society. With they, they have an option to specify whether you're doing a research or just general to their society. So we'll we'll earmark it for cancer research directly to them. So cool. Nice. Well, what do you think, guys? Well, I think that any listener of this show that has not already supported Andrew's son should do it right now. You should go ahead and hit pause, stop listening to the podcast, go to blacksmithsfightingcancer.com. Very good. I was making sure it wasn't CA. And go ahead and get one ordered. And do it that way. Don't do it through Instagram anymore because we don't want to overload Andrew with DMs and all that crazy stuff. I know I was one of those people that was bugging him and the conversion rate had had us all confused. Look at him. He's stressed straight out. (laughs) But definitely do that. I'm losing my hair. (laughs) (laughs) And I think uh, anyone should be very proud to get one of those and hang them up in their shop and know that they... They not only supported cancer research, but also supported a, a young maker who's doing good things for the world. Uh, but that also leads us into supporters of our show. And I think we actually have three supporters on the show tonight. Isn't that right? We got no Corey Stanley. I'm not. I'm. I'm not a uh, a supporter. However, my intention is to become a supporter next week. So you can read my name next week. Oh, awesome. Look at that. We, we pressured you into it on the show. That's right. Way to go, Chad. Andrew, you strong are actually Ehrman. Go, strong Ehrman people. You were one of our supporters in that you wrote one of the first reviews. I don't know if, if we remember the episode, but it was one of the most good. epic reviews. He's not only wrote, written one, he rewrote it. Try and get me to screw up on my S's. Oh, Yes. I was impressed, actually, that you pulled that off without any real mess up. So it was... I, I was, too. I don't know how I did it. And I didn't read it ahead of time because I wanted to be able to screw up, and I didn't. It's like the first time ever. All right. So I'll get on to our Patreon here, where we do have two of them on the show tonight. Uh, we start with Odyssey underscore Stan, the Etsy boys, Christy of Twisted Twine, Annette of 513 Woodworks, Hot Iron Metalworks. Too Many Mistakes, Full Steam Design by Chris Powell, Lillian Archer Photography, David Beck with Makes, and NB Woodfinery. Then we have our top tier of Eastbroke Studios, Danelle Smith Christian, Brian Drennan, Lawrence of MaritimeNiceSupply.com, Ed Johns, Uncle Sam Metalworks, Green Street Joinery, Bobby's Bootjack Emporium, and whatever else he has put down there. <laughs> the website. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, then we have uh, Vincent Ferrari of Because We Make, Brian Housework of Work For it Podcast, and Artigino Sorio. And we also have a new one this week is the Great Alexander. Grant. Oh, that was the Great. Well, that's a, His name is Grant. That's a good way to introduce him, Tony. You got to get and it. Michael. Did I get Michael Sarah is new today too. He's <laughs> he's supporting me. Oh right, me. yes, he's supporting yeah, you now. No, it's Matt. You guys are killing it on Patreon. Yeah. Oh, it is the Grant. What son of? Yeah. <laughs> Our boy, he's over at uh, Clamp Podcast, who just hit their hundredth episode today, as we record. Oh, nice. 
Oh, congrats to those guys over there. Yeah, wow, that's a lot. We appreciate their support, or grant support, I should say. Yeah, they're going to... Oh, it's the great. <laughs> I actually just listened <laughs> to that episode, and I think they're coming up with a, a competition themselves. So, if you, if any of the listeners are, are looking for continu- continuing their growth in the competition sphere of makers, go ahead and check out their competition. And also, I know they're looking for some sponsors for some prizes to give out for that as well. And uh, I heard what you said about my boot jacks. I heard you. I listened. What did I say about your boot jacks? Oh, they want one. They want one for a prize. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I didn't say anything about them. No, it was Grant. Oh, Grant wants mm-hmm. one. You're looking at, like you're with that smirk. I thought maybe you meant one of us. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, I'm not going to plug the swag store for the Working Hands podcast because, again, everyone should be going to blacksmithsfightingcancer.com and go purchase one of those. Or two. Or ten. Um, yeah, if everybody's... You, Always spending money on dumb shit, so you can yeah. go over there and get one. They're very cool. Well, I appreciate the support. Check your email, Tony. Tony. Yes. Check your email. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> this hot off the presses, we've got a new, another new Patreon. This Hatch made it. <laughs> thanks, Hatch. Thanks, Hatch. Yeah, thanks, Andrew. Didn't expect that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Well, I, in in all honesty, I think, yeah, you guys have probably done more to support my boy's cancer research than anybody else. I mean, all of you guys have bought one, I think. Yeah, all of you have. We will continue to support it until at least he hits that goal. <laughs> so with that, I'd like to thank our trolls today. Andrew <laughs> over at HatchMadeIt.com, Corey over at Odyssey Stand, Jeff over at Green Street Joinery, and there's another Krug one. Uh, if you'd like to find any of them, you can find them over on Instagram. If you want to find Chad, he's at Bobby's Bootjack Emporium. Tony's over at Woodland Iron. I am at Blackthorn Concepts. You can find the collective three of us at Working Hands Podcast on Instagram or at Gmail. If you'd like to send us uh, an email, go ahead. If you could leave us a review on your apple phone that'd be awesome or leave us a five star on spotify or podcatcher of your choice with that let's go over to the after show boys later bye bye goodbye bye